Welcome to the Thoughts Are Really Podcast. Consider this your mystic hub aiming to play insightful melodies to your brain. We hope our conversations tune you into the right frequency to navigate this very, very chaotic universe. I'm your co-host, Wanjiro, but you can call me Shiro. And I'm Washimi, but you can call me Washi. Let's dive right in. There's a lot of times in life when we find ourselves at the valleys <laughs> of life, whatever they may be, and we feel like, you know, it's too difficult to move beyond that, or we just do not know how, you know, to see anything beyond the moment that we have. And so we need hope and restoration in things like that <laughs> yes in such moments and today's episode we'll be talking about how to basically pick up broken pieces or how to get up when you feel like you do not have the strength to anymore yeah mm-hmm. it's basically the lion's den who was thrown daniel, daniel yeah yes <laughs> when you find yourself in daniel situations mm. yeah so this podcast um, recommendation was from one of our listeners. And we just want to say thank you so much for continually supporting us. Listening in, um, commenting, sending in your feedback. We really appreciate it. Sharing. Sharing, yeah. yeah people actually share. So thank you so much for your support. And we really, really love hearing from you. What you think about the podcast, what you'd like us to do. And... You know, all of that. Yeah, so let's jump into today's episode about picking up broken pieces. Yeah. So let me let me maybe ask, uh, when have you felt the lowest in your life? When? Should be how many times? <laughs> how many times? Okay, just okay, give yeah. me an instance. Anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like they come, they yeah. come, they go, they come, come they go. Because yeah. as long as you're doing life, you're mm-hmm. bound to interact with very low situations. Mm-hmm. Some you see coming, some, some you don't. don't. Some mm-hmm. are within your control, others are not, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 what's the word? It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You have these moments, whether it's you like it or not. of life. <laughs> yeah. Because we live in a, in a world where everything exists in a relative form. Mm-hmm. Where if there's a big thing, there has to be a small mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So if there's a happy moment, there mm-hmm. have to equally be a sad moment. Because mm-hmm. for you to define happiness, it's because mm-hmm. you know how sadness feels like. True. So if you're going to have apps, for you to call them apps, it's because mm. you can't relate to the downs. Yeah, yeah. So I think, first of all, that's the mindset to have, that mm. it's it's all part of the process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you're going to get down at mm-hmm. some point, mm-hmm. but you can manage maybe how it affects you or how you can control it, if it's controllable, mm-hmm. or how you can live with it. Yes. If it's those things that call for you to learn how to live with it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um let me maybe reference to before i also talk about maybe the moments i have felt low um there's power in the way we frame our narratives 
and um, maybe we'll also expound about this later. But uh, our minds are like the gates to the way we perceive the world. And there's a statistic that showed that when we consume information, only 10% of it gets processed. Then the ninety percent is not processed because so in end up if we are being if you are processing all the information that we get it will be too overwhelming. So for example, if you're scrolling through <laughs> social media or Instagram, your brain will only capture if you see ten pictures, one one yeah. will remain <laughs> as a permanent record. Then the rest are just in your short term memory. So your long term memory will just remain will just retain one out of ten pictures. I think that's sad. Like, <laughs> we've <whoever> created that. <laughs> but it's a good thing. Like, it's a protective mechanism. Because imagine if you had to process 10 pictures of the same. It's like giving a laptop with a 4GB RAM uh, uh, work that is supposed to be processed by a 16GB RAM. No, that's my point. I just wish we had 16GB RAM. The same way. <laughs> The next batch of humans, God, please <laughs> let them have 16 GB. Like, we're going to update. You see how fonts. You see how fonts are okay. The mm-hmm. next one is, it has way better features yeah. than the previous one. Mm-hmm. That's how, or maybe the next generation of humans, if for poor who we believe we are still evolving, mm-hmm. maybe that's how they will be. So homo sapiens, sapiens, sapiens? Probably, probably. <laughs> like even more, because now it's more of, uh, again, a reference back to our episode of on emotional intelligence. Because yeah. I feel maybe our emotional intelligence as a human race mm-hmm. It's quite, I can't say quite low, quite high, because they have nothing. I don't have another set, set of, of humans, humans to compare yeah. it to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so basically our minds only takes like 10% of the information that we... And though we cannot control the 10% factor, we can't control the filter that we have. So, for example, if that 10% is going to be um information that leads to self-sabotage information that paints our own experiences in a negative light or is it going to be information that will be um proving the point that oh yeah it gets better and so here comes the point of how powerful it is to frame our stories and frame our narratives like what is the mind frame through which we are seeing the things that happen to us is it from our oh, I am the victim, or this is something that is beyond my power, or is it from the mindset of um, this has happened and now I seek to change it. So now that determines how we perceive everything that happens to us. Of yeah. course, sometimes, which is very overwhelming. For example, mm-hmm. if it's death, like you have absolutely no control over that. So that those also call for a very different way of dealing with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it makes me think was this, this debate of where, I don't know how it said, like, is life happening to you or are you actively uh, living life? Do you know you can be in a mm-hmm. face where things are just happening, happening to, to you. you yeah. You're not, like, actively seeking for those mm-hmm. things to happen for you. So as much as you're saying mindset, I think at the end of the day, remember you're in control. Mm-hmm. I think we forget that. We forget that. More so when you're so overwhelmed by situations, mm-hmm. like you feel this 
nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. There's something you can do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, or most times, there's something you can do. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes maybe that's something, it's not even a big thing. Maybe mm-hmm. the first something you can do is... I don't know. Breathe. To, yeah, breathe. <laughs> Just breathe in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. by the time you think, oh, I'm this, I'm in very this very dark place. Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed. I feel sad. I feel depressed. There's nothing I can do. There's mm-hmm. no hope. Yeah. There's always something you can do as long as you have your mind and you're still alive. Mm-hmm. That establish. No, that's the starting point. Mm-hmm. Breathe talk to someone just mm-hmm. actively try to do things to get out of that situation sure, you're yeah. in mm-hmm. baby steps baby steps if you say every day you're just going to do one thing mm-hmm. to pick up one piece mm. today one piece tomorrow another piece even if it's just a quarter an mm. eighth of a piece because <laughs> it doesn't happen restoration it's not a one time thing mm-hmm. at the oh jana you are feeling so your world is crashing then by today you your world is your back you're happy uh-uh. and i think that is one of the things that um maybe cause people to be overwhelmed because they we have a wellness culture that is not actually promoting wellness yeah fully <laughs> because when people stop naming when people talk about um change and saying oh yeah you know like do this for 30 days do this for 21 days like the reality is uh, a lot of things take a long time yeah. before they can be set in stone as part of your character development your behavioral change like mm-hmm. not yeah sure there are some habits that you can quit in that you know specific timeline but for you to see like long lasting change it takes a long time so yeah. people get um very discouraged when they don't see changes within the timeline that is convenient for them or the timeline that they had been promised they would see these changes yeah like that's why they were saying the textbook approach maybe towards curing or dealing with stuff like mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. it's not it makes sense because you go read an article in Mandico Visuri, eight steps on how to stop being depressed. Mm. So they're like, what well, do this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Try this, you will not. Mm-hmm. You go up or side, <laughs> try it, and you still you get. Yeah. So then it makes you even feel worse, feel worse because you're like, I can't even try. Yeah. I can't even do these eight steps mm-hmm. and get them right. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. So back to having felt low. Well, of course I've also had those moments and I feel like I don't know maybe this is my personal observation but as a creative um as an artistic creative soul I feel like the pangs of emotion or the waves of emotion tend to be more intense. Mm. Like when I am happy I am very happy. <laughs> But then again when I am sad and overwhelmed, I forget that I ever was happy. You forget <laughs> as if you don't know what happiness yes. is like. And then I'm I mean that I'm like my eyes are closed and I just forget. You just wallow and think this yeah, moment is never, never gonna going to end. end. And that is how it feels like in the moment that we we don't we like our brain hyper focuses on the bad you know as a survival tactic 
in order to kind of like shield us until it actually forgets there were good times, you know? Yeah. So yeah, so so the highs and lows will always be there. And I feel like sometimes, uh, especially if it's self-inflicted suffering, like in some way or form, either by truth or perception, you have convinced yourself that this is a misery of your own doing. True. So you end up punishing yourself even more. Mindset. Mindset <laughs> is everything. <laughs> so you feel like I am actually responsible for what is happening. Like I deserve it. I deserve it. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while this may be true, that you contributed to the occurrence of that said misfortune, uh, wallowing in that and allowing yourself to be your own karma doesn't mm-hmm. work for your own good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I, I think we've said this before, like, be soft on yourself. Yes. Don't be so hard on yourself. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I keep saying, I think ignorance is a defense. Because mm-hmm. how do you act on a knowledge that you don't know, you don't know. So if you feel maybe how you dealt with a situation, it was not the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do now? No. Things happened. Now you are there with your broken pieces. First of all, accept because there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Don't be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be love yourself and okay. Don't say this, but usijipa expectations kubwa. No, maybe we expect from yourself the bare minimum, mm. just the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just you don't have to like yourself. You just have to tolerate yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> until you start liking yourself. Like usijipa pressure, mm-hmm. by the way, usijipa mm-hmm. pressure. Mm-hmm. Just take one day at a time, mm. one day at a time, and mm-hmm. as long as you do today, you finish, mm-hmm. you do tomorrow, you finish, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you're back on track. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also this concept of, you know, like, um, our pain and our suffering is actually felt in our body. Mm. Like, it has, as much as you're feeling sad, like, sometimes you even feel it. Like you're either nauseated or you have back pains and like you don't know what's happening, but it's just your body manifesting. It's all connected. It's all connected. Because I think I've had situations where I literally feel my heart is heavy. Exactly. It's literally. It's heavy on my chest Mm -hmm. because of the emotions Mm -hmm. I have. Yeah. So I just feel I want my, my heart to release. Yeah, mm-hmm. for it to lighten up. Mm-hmm. And since uh, because of this physical aspect of emotion or how it kind of like shows itself, that is why I feel like it's very important to take care of your body. Like it's mm-hmm. all connected. You know, when we talk about um, staying fit and staying healthy, it's not just about... Walker, just take yeah, a shower. Take a shower, like feel good about your body because like the stress will be manifesting bodily physically and also you know emotions are basically hormones at the at the end of the day <laughs> like it's high serotonin or low yeah. serotonin uh, you know yeah. like so once you begin to connect the dots and know that you know as much as you're having an emotional reaction mm-hmm. it's also a physical reaction it's also a hormonal reaction like get to the science part yes, of it the science part of it like the neuroscience behind it and now Understanding this has also taught me that it's very important to have like things like your gut health in check. Like, you know, your 
the things that you eat will affect the way that you feel. Tini kama vegans. Nani siwangilie tafadhali. So there's this theory that um like you see uh us meat eaters <laughs> for lack of a better word <laughs> like maybe <laughs> how do I put it like when you're when you're vegan or when you're not eating as much meat, meat mm-hmm. um your feeling your feelings are healthier mm. like I don't know how it's called but it's a theory mm-hmm. but now like maybe the more you eat meat is because it's kind of a way you're consuming life in yeah. its flesh form oh. it it dampens and darkens your spirits and emotions oh. I don't know how true that is well what I know is uh that the food that you eat uh affects the way uh your digestion is carried out and digestion for meat product is way longer mm-hmm. especially if it's not like well cooked mm-hmm. or properly cooked it's way it takes takes way longer for your body to process and you know like your liver will need more bile and, and how things. does it affect emotions so now what the that digestion process so what happens is like the what is it called the hormonal production uh is okay i don't know how to explain it exactly but it's kind of like zinatoka the same place sasa mwili ime concentrate sana on processing the food that it's producing to little of the hormones mm so no you're less human <laughs> i think that's no, how your, they work. your hormonal your hormones are imbalanced mm-hmm. yeah we need like a nutrition nutritional expert Um no we'll do our googles and get back to you <laughs> or just yeah like more information but what i do know is like having good gut health yeah. promotes like just being okay because mm. you know when when you're feeling when you're eating uh junk food or inappropriate food you tend to even feel heavier <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that true though i think it's a mindset Because uh, there's the whole, you see, atama nini to a junk food. So mm-hmm. there's the whole, okay, yes, it's true, junk food is unhealthy. But mm-hmm. then no, there's the whole junk food. <laughs> food. Is, junk food is just calories. Uh-huh. Carbs is just calories, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. but I, do get, I, I do get your point. Because mm-hmm. fitness, because it's a kitu kama kuenda gym, mm-hmm. do your aerobics, do mm-hmm. some yoga. It, mm-hmm. it does something to your body. Mm-hmm. It, and if your body is feeling well, because ni kama layers, body kwa hapo juu. If your body is feeling well, mm-hmm. next you're able to access the soul, amani spirit, amani whatever, and mm-hmm heal it yeah 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 true true so anyway so yeah so kind of like getting to a nutritional uh balance that is most suitable for you yeah so so far to mesema easy points for someone who's ma- making points food okay like just good nutritional health mm-hmm. yeah uh having good nutritional health changing the mindset yeah. or the perspective that you're viewing mm. uh your um your situations from also understanding that these laws are part of the cycle yeah. of life yeah and not being too hard on yourself yes like softening 
you know, Jisoyashen is soft life. <laughs> Softening everything up. So, you know, like, you're like, okay, it's okay. It's, it's understandable. Like, mm. we can get through this. Uh, maybe we can touch a little on, for example, if it's something like grief, mm. something that um, it's not very easy to change the mindset or yeah. the perspective around it, especially if it's a concept like death that we yeah. have not fully grasped as humans. How do we deal with grief? Okay, I think for grief, it's those things that they are bound to happen. Mm-hmm. I can only give my opinion. So personally, I'm a believer of everything ends. Mm-hmm. So at the back of my mind, I know... Um, Everything that is alive will at some point die. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's the acceptance part because mm-hmm. it's kind of a fact. Mm-hmm. So it's more of the acceptance. And of course, you can never prepare enough, you know. Mm-hmm. You can never, sometimes you don't even see it coming. Mm-hmm. But it's just having that at the back of your mind mm-hmm. constantly that at some point this and this may happen. Mm-hmm. It's part of the experience. So just prepare the, the least you can do is prepare as much as there's not much preparing you can do does that does that make sense yeah, yeah like just have that thought in such a way when it happens it won't be so mm-hmm. sudden or mm-hmm. so heavy mm-hmm. like at the back of your mind know it's part of the process because mm-hmm. death is upon us yeah, yeah yeah and um just to clarify grief doesn't have to necessarily be caused by death alone mm. because you can lose friends. It yeah. can be like you're grieving the end of a relationship or just moving or like you're saying yeah. goodbye and it's very heavy. True. That's why I'm saying everything ends. And mm. I know one of my friends is going to come and eat me for this because <laughs> he disagrees. I even say love ends, mm. love ends, mm-hmm. friendship ends. Mm-hmm. So as much as you're experiencing something that is alive, because love is alive, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. friendship is alive, because this is something or an emotion that makes you feel, literally, it warms your heart. Mm-hmm. You can't explain it. You can't explain how, but it's because these things are alive in a way they put something in our heart. Mm-hmm. So... <sighs> Not to be negative, but if at the back of your mind know that at Kamazita Isha, just know there's a possibility of mm-hmm. it ending. Mm-hmm. The same way people date, you know, it helps. Yeah, yeah. And um, whatever it is that you're going through, I feel like it's important to allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling without necessarily labeling it, uh, which we also mentioned in our emotions podcast. Um, Giving yourself space to just really feel it, you know, like whatever it is, if it's anger, if it's sadness, if it's... um, I'm trying to look for another word, but... Yeah, whatever it is that you're feeling, pain, physical, emotional... Uh, giving yourself space to hold those emotions and just allow them to be, allow yeah. yourself to experience. Because suffering begins when we deny the pain. Mm. Like when we deny that it is there. 
that is when we suffer the most. Yeah, because that's not double suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just feeling it and letting it, you know, be there without labeling it, without necessarily having to act on it, just mm-hmm. allowing it to be. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think the mistake people make whenever they find themselves in such a situation, they are very quick to, I just don't want to be here, like, mm-hmm. to get out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, for some situations, you have to process everything before you can get out of it. Otherwise, you're going to have a fake get out of that emotion. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to come back later and you'll find yourself mm-hmm. still mourning or still meaning over the same thing over and over again. Mm. So don't be so quick to input, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Just take your time, process. If it's when you mesema, if it's sadness, process mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's shitty, but process it and know it's gonna end. Mm. Not only the good things end, even the bad things end, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's pain, it's just for a while. Mm-hmm. If it's sadness, it's just for a while. And mm-hmm. be, that's where our hope comes in. Smash mm. them. Not a big fan of hope, but oh well. <laughs> That's where hope comes in mm-hmm. and it helps. Yeah. It does help. Uh, the other thing perhaps will be uh, maybe we feel defeated because we have exposed ourselves too much to our failure. Mm-hmm. Um, to mean that we are perhaps choosing battles that we are already for foreshadowed to lose. And go <laughs> expound. <laughs> so what I mean is, um, like failure is good, yes. But if we have been exposed to a pattern of failure, we stopped. We stop believing that we can actually win. So what it means is, like the next battle you are choosing, choose a battle that you have higher odds of winning. So now, like. When you when you have exposed yourself to more winning circumstances, you begin to think. think yeah. So um, this is a concept that I I read a little about from this 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 uh, psychologist stroke professor. His name is Jordan Peterson, and he's really good at talking about such things, the psychology of failure, taking responsibility, and such. So he has a book. It's called The Twelve Principles of Life. And the first one he gives, uh, it's called the lob, uh, keep your head high. And then he gives an example of a lobster mm. and how, you know, we, we have a system of dominance all, all across most species. Yeah. So for the lobster, it is that when the lobsters have found a place, they will fight for it kind of. Mm. So they're like four levels of fighting. So the first one is Atainua, the whatever's, what are these called? <laughs> those things yeah those two sure. <laughs> and then they will have kind of like uh just like a show of strength and then the weaker one will walk away but if they don't resolve it uh, the first one the second one is sending out hormones so the hormones will have the maybe the weight the stature the gender the lobsters send out hormones yeah yeah uh-huh. it's like a hormone spray mm-hmm. and then like that car spray contains all the information about the lobster so the other lobster can tell mm. if this is a worthy opponent or not okay then the third one is they will just have like a small banter where they'll just like clash the two fingers or whatever for a little bit and then one will go away when they realize 
oh yeah or when one gets turned over mm. you know like aki aki kwa top all over then anajua this one is stronger so the fourth level and the final one is where both feel like they match each other's strength and at this level it's almost like a fight to the death kind of thing yeah so now they fight they fight until one gets severely wounded mm. so now the one that loses uh when they study the brain activity like the the loser got so uh dis- disoriented from being boss to being failure such that their whole brain structure it just melted and another one came that now compensates or fits into their failed lobster mentality Wow. Yeah, which was like I was reading it and I was like, wow. <laughs> so yeah, like their whole uh brain just kind of like dissolves away. The victor part of their brain dissolves away such that the like a new brain forms, but now this is a brain that is more cautious. Mm. It's a brain that doesn't challenge, it's a brain that settles for whether they have. So now yeah. he was talking about how um sometimes we can be too exposed to failure. that we actually do not know how to go back to a pattern of victories. Yeah. Mm. So that is that is the point I was talking about. So now like so it's like it all starts it all starts from the mind mm-hmm. which is actually to it makes sense because this the whole this energy thing thought word action. Mm. The moment you thought energy, the moment you picture something in your mind, then it's already happening. because things happen in our mind fast yeah. before it can have the energy to come and appear in real life or happen in real life so even in that dark place can you see yourself at a happy place fast that's that's like the first step mm-hmm. be able to picture it mm-hmm. as much as you're thinking this whole sitawai toka because mm-hmm. you see as if your your world starts and ends there mm-hmm. cure for your situation mm. you can also read about victory stories mm. <laughs> like give yourself hope by saying oh yeah um there were also people who had similar circumstances to mine but they made it yeah yeah and um but but sometimes telling people to just think their way out of it is not enough yeah it's especially practical answer <laughs> yeah so especially if this is something that has completely disoriented them then if need be then seek professional help yeah because if it's to a point where you feel completely overwhelmed just daily affirmations cannot do it yeah yeah oh and by the way there is also this concept of um positive uh toxic positivity mm. where people are kind of like expected to be on a, a like on a you're supposed high. to be good vibes killer mm. single no you're allowed to be sad yeah yeah because that's what i'm saying some people they've not in, like they're so quick to me when you part up your situation your first insi- instinct is to run away or to get out of it mm-hmm. sometimes process it 
where am I sad? Where am I in this dark place? Mm-hmm. You know, process that information, get to understand your feelings, interact with them, because it's better to get out that way. Once you're out of that situation, you're out healthy, then you're fake out, mm-hmm. and in just a matter of days, you'll be back mm-hmm. to the same again. Mm-hmm. So you're allowed to be sad once in a while. Mm-hmm. If you feel you need a sad hour too to break down, fall apart, mm-hmm. do it. Cry it out. <laughs> Try it out if you need to. Yeah. So just remembering that there is no eternal situation and this too shall pass. Yes, everything <laughs> ends. Everything does come to an end. Yeah. Good things and bad, bad things, things as like. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the message I'm preaching today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also there are these people who also water their sadness. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Expound. <laughs> so, so to me, you're, you're feeling sad, you're feeling depressed, but I think it's mostly done unconsciously mm. than it is consciously. So you're feeling sad, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling your world is not gonna... Your world literally starts and ends with you. Mm. You can't see past the room you're in, mm-hmm. you can't see past the situation you're in, so instead of maybe um that's why I'm saying it's unconsciously, instead of maybe trying to get out of that situation, you start making that situation your home. Mm-hmm. You settle down. Yeah. You you like you get comfy and yeah. comfier. Mm. So you figure a point where you'll need someone to it will take for someone who knows you well enough. Mm-hmm. To pull you out of that situation you're in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone who can see because mm-hmm. you're lost. Mm-hmm. It's like literally your mind has, for lack of a better word, forgotten how to be happy. Because mm-hmm. you see, you're, in your mind, you've clouded yourself with that cloud of sadness mm-hmm. and depression and all that. Mm-hmm. So even having a nice, people who know you, yeah, yeah. Who like can rescue a, a, you from yourself? A strong support system is so necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People who will have the courage and the love to pull you out of the places that you are in. Because people can be taking you out of it but without love. So it <laughs> it just wouldn't be the same. So having people who can like show up for you, uh hold space for you when you're trying to figure yourself out can be really, really incredible. Yep. Mm. Yeah, so so far we have talked about changing your mindset, um, remembering that all things come to an end, and what else? Mm-hmm. The lobster thingy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, Embracing more victories or yeah. choosing battles that you can actually win. And now also having strong support systems. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, of course, the things that work or a system that works for me would definitely not work for another person. So identifying what it is that gets you out of the shadows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can be very important. Like what are your triggers? First of all, like what makes you spiral? Is it um, failure at something? Is it relationships? Is it... Um, grief is it yeah like identifying that trigger that is 
um, has brought you to this point, like asking why, why mm. do I feel this way? And then after that, knowing how to sufficiently maneuver um, the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you get out of <laughs> a sad pit. Yeah. Or where you pick, pick up, up your broken pieces. Why are they called broken? You know? I don't know. It's because I guess as we move on through life, things happen that just change us. So and then just but I feel the fact that they are broken, so maybe this this idea that you're supposed to be this whole human human. Mm. Whole is supposed to perfect, but that but That's is that is that the case though? Is yeah. I I feel we are very not whole, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Will we ever be whole though? <laughs> yeah, so maybe I don't like the term broken because, like, whole is an unachievable level because mm. it's like perfect mm-hmm. new. <laughs> But I feel like as humans, we have extremely romanticized our sorrows. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's because, like, maybe for black people, people mm-hmm. say we come from a generation of what? Like, how maybe poor will be like, you're strong people, you guys mm-hmm. went through slavery, mm-hmm. you guys went through, you've lived through hard con- yeah. conditions. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. they are for suffering, you know, <laughs> instead Which, of being against suffering. Yeah, like, now suffering is a mark of prosperity. Ah, I beg, I have suffered too much. Me, I'm not for that life, <laughs> please. <laughs> or even, like, our constructs of things like love. Mm. Like, you have not loved if you have not suffered. And then when it comes easy to us, we're like... Uh-uh. This is not this love. is not love. <laughs> so, yeah, for everything to have value, there has to be an aspect of suffering. Do you think it was meant to be that way? I think no, I that's don't. something we put upon ourselves. As much as yes, I did say we're living in a world of the relative where everything has an opposite, but zinking and see must, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like avoid the yesimas. Nikama mutualetere. On this hand, I can give you a love that comes with suffering. Mm. On this hand, I'll give you a love. Haina suffering. Which one will you choose? I am going with the one without suffering. Aye. <laughs> this one with suffering. But, but like exactly. So now the mindset kwa to me, this one with suffering. No, this is love. Love. Because but anyway, I feel like um, talking about love and such, there are very complex things that inform people's choices and relationships and we cannot just narrow it down to one thing. But anyway, so um, the point is, um, through the seasons of lowness that we have, uh, remembering or being anchored on the fact that uh, everything comes to an end and that these two shall pass can be a very great way to help us to navigate them. And, you know, just uh, come out of the other side better with a little bit of character development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these situations, really, they build us. Mm, they do, they do. Mm. They're very defining. Like, mm. every biography I have read, they had that. 
Everyone has that. Everyone has that. Maybe I can't wait for... Okay, don't say I can't wait for my next one. But I know it's gonna happen soon, you know. Your your character-defining moments. And you know, then you go to interviews and then you're like, yes, um, I remember this one time. And then you go on to explain blah, 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 blah. And how, you know, it just came out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's that's our opinion uh, about how to get yourself out of the lows, how to pick up the broken pieces, how to just navigate the hard and difficult times of our lives. As always, we want to know what you guys think. Maybe there's something we have said that you feel is, mm, or you feel is, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, feel free to reach us. Feel free to reach out to us uh, at all social media platforms. We are at Thought Serenade and my personal handle is at Wangari Washini. Mine is at Wanjiro Joku. Yeah. So stay safe, guys. And until we meet again, remember that everything shall come to pass. Bye. Bye.